0: 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to the Wealth Guardian show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. This week you have Garrett Ray and Bryce Payne. And this morning we are talking about questions you may ask of your financial advisor. Good morning, Bryce. How are we doing? I'm doing well, Garrett. How are you? I am doing
1: okay. I'm glad to hear that. And uh yeah, thank you for your help over the weekend on uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, Garrett uh, being a, uh, an ex-Tesla engineer and uh, having a uh, – what kind of uh, engineering degree is it you have, Garrett?
0: Yeah, not what you would expect for working at Tesla. I have a civil engineering degree. Uh, all right but yeah but you've
1: it. got a working knowledge yeah, of yeah. Uh, of uh, e-batteries and so my wife and i got yes. e-bikes over the weekend and i had a couple of questions for him about charging strategies and garrett uh, helped not walked me through that and i will tell you that uh, if you've never ridden an e-motorcycle boy are they <laughs> exhilarating uh, all right uh, garrett let's go ahead and uh, jump into things here let's let's start off by doing the wealth guardian service salute before we get into the uh, question for your wealth guardian advisor
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we just want to take this moment at the start of every show and every week as we do to recognize um, our men and women in uniform and our first responders who uh, are responding out there for the community. Uh, Shout out to all the families who have loved ones in those occupations. We know that those can be uh, very trying times uh, with everything that's going on in the world. So from our heart to yours, thank you.
1: All right, very good. All right, let's go ahead and uh, ask the question Uh, of your financial advisor, your Wealth Guardian's financial advisor, get to know them. And the question we're going to ask each other this week is, and I'll throw it to Garrett first, and then Garrett will throw it to me. And of course, at the same time, we're throwing it to you out there. What about your current life, Garrett, would the college age version of Garrett have the toughest time believing?
0: That at thirty? Almost nine years old. I don't really care to be out much past about uh-huh. ten, 10 p.m. Okay, uh, you know it's ten p.m. is kind of the line where I'm starting to like, okay, let's take it on home. I yeah. get you. I get you.
1: <laughs> Grow, yeah, that's that just comes with the territory of growing older. If, yeah. If not, then I I question some things about your life yeah. decisions. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So yeah, the calling it a, calling it a night earlier than later as we might have in college. Okay. Yeah, Absolutely. And for me, Bryce, what uh, what about your current life? would the college-age version of Bryce have the toughest time believing? And that would be that I listen and enjoy country music.
0: Oh, okay. I was
1: not a country music. I had no interest in country music when I was uh, uh, in college. I was into the alternative radio music scene, R.E.M., U2, those kind of bands. Yeah. But as the years have gone on, I've, I've Become somewhat of a music aficionado. I like to think and uh, appreciate many different genres of music, cool. and have fallen into a deep appreciation for uh, for country. Very so cool. that's yeah. My my college. I don't know what my college age Bryce would think of that <laughs> if he knew that I had a pretty good healthy collection of Emma Lou Harris and uh, Johnny Cash and all of that. Right. Uh, what he would say about that? All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started on our topic here. And, and good morning to everybody out there listening in the radio world. Uh, what we're talking about uh, in both segments this morning is the questions you must ask your financial advisor. The questions you must ask your financial advisor. So in case you've ever wondered what questions to ask or why those questions are crucial, in today's episode, we're talking exactly that. We're discussing the vital questions that bring transparency and depth to your financial advisory relationship. It's really about getting clarity on how advisors work, what they specialize in, and how they align with your financial goals. So we've put together the the questions that you really should be asking your financial advisor. And Garrett, the first one we want to talk about, uh, the first question that should come to people's minds is what?
0: Yeah, this is the one that a lot of people typically ask is, hey, how do you guys get paid? Or, you know, should we become clients of yours? You know, how do you essentially make money? Um, And, you know, really there's, there's two ways that financial advisors, financial planners get paid. Uh, one of them is a percentage fee off of the amount of assets that they manage or AUM assets under management, right? Um, there's a range to what that fee typically is. Um, but the industry average I would say is about 1%.
1: Can't be higher than 2.25.
0: Can't be higher than 2.25. Um, and you know, there's the other side of that coin is there are, Advisors, planners, really brokers uh, get paid from uh, commissions based. So if you have someone who's actively buying and selling stocks on your behalf, that's kind of the old school model Yes, um, where they're getting paid a commission off of each transaction, both the buy and the sell. So just understanding how your financial planner advisor is uh, compensated is something that is helpful for anyone who's considering making that. Uh, that transition over to having an advisor,
1: right? Yeah, if you have, if you've just had a 401k your whole life, you might not be familiar with this. 401ks charge you what's called a 12b1 fee, which is, I yeah. guess you could say, those aren't the, free to you either. <laughs> the, they are not uh, the equivalent, of more or less, of an advisor fee, is what you were talking about. Right. Assets under management. But then, if your advisor also, as many advisors do, and we do here at the Wealth Guardians, if your advisor um, also works in the insurance side of things, like sure. we, we will help clients yep. get set up for life. Life insurance or long-term care insurance. Uh, sometimes uh, certain types of annuities might be a, uh, a proper solution for a person's retirement portfolio. Mm-hmm. Those are not based off of a, um, a fee. A fee. They're right. what's called commission, where the insurance company pays that insurance agent or advisor um,
0: for running the a,
1: a commission for for running the business for I guess for lack of a better word, selling that insurance, that life insurance policy, or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a third way that an advisor may get paid but then a lot of advisors don't dip into the insurance side of things anyway but yeah it's a very vital question you do want to have an understanding of how your advisor gets paid you'd want to know how the mechanic that you take your car to gets paid. You would want to know how your doctor gets paid to a certain degree. So you'd want to know how your advisor gets paid as well. So that's a great question to ask and to at least understand. Doesn't mean that there's a right or a wrong way in there, but you'd at least want to have the answer there. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Garrett, Ray, and Bryce Payne this week. Doug is out of the recording studio. Uh, might be back in next week and uh, this week we're talking about the questions you must ask your financial advisor. We're talking about this in the first segment and the second segment. And so the next thing we want to bring up the next question that uh, you might want to ask your financial advisor is, what does your typical client look like. There's different, uh, Garrett, there's different, uh, Mm -hmm. every advisor out there, and I will say every, but most advisors out there have some kind of a specialty or a niche that they really focus on. Uh, We're no exception here at the Wealth Guardians as we are retirement specialists. And so understanding what your typical client or your advisor's typical client looks like will help you understand whether or not you fit into what they're really good at or accustomed at uh, working with?
0: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it's, there's certain advisors who, you know, kind of like you were talking about, Bryce, that specialize in the uh, wealth accumulation phase of life. So th- these are typically investors who are comfortable with more risk, uh, generally not always, tend to be a little bit younger. Um, and then there's advisors that's you know, we're more closely aligned with, although we do have younger clients. Um, but that specialize in uh, their retirement specialists, and so they typically are looking for a more conservative type investor, uh, at least financially speaking, um, and then also, you know, tend to be older, but not necessarily. I mean, there are folks who retire at a younger age, but have a need for a long term financial plan that is going to last them many, many years, versus trying to find you know, what is the next hot stock over the next six, 12, 18 months, that sort of thing. And really looking to more actively trade the portfolio. Um, so absolutely understand what that clientele base is. You know, is this advisor working just locally in your town or your city? Are they statewide or in some cases nationwide? Um, we have a few, uh, interstate, I guess I would say, mm-hmm. uh, clients, Bryce, but, um, our we furthest
1: are, away client is in Hawaii.
0: Hawaii, we got several in Oklahoma, a couple in Florida. Um, so, you know, but that being said, primarily we focus here in the triad of North Carolina and then uh, also down in Charlotte. So, there's that to consider as well. What's the geographical presence right. of your of your firm?
1: Right. Yep. And uh, one <laughs> of the st- one of the things that a uh, a retirement specialist advisor such as we are here at the Wealth Guardians might want to help their clients focus on are tax strategies when you are in the wealth accumulation phase that you were talking about, Garrett, you're, you never want to pay more than you have to in taxes, of course, but most of your income is yep. going to come in the form of W-2 or employment income. Well, When you're retired, sure. you've got a lot of different, you might have a lot of different types of income coming in retirement income, from Social Security, from investments, you're starting to take distributions from your investments, you never did that probably yep. while you were working, you might have passive income, like um, rental like, income, yeah, something if you're a like landlord that. Yeah. You may have some kind of pension as well, so tax tax strategies uh, play an important role with a retirement specialist and speaking of that Garrett we have our seminar coming up our first seminar of 2024 yeah. and it's called tax strategies to transform your retirement and so I'm going to I'm going to beseech you out there to if you are getting ready to retire and you have never sat through a seminar uh, to understand how taxes change in retirement from when you're in the wealth accumulation phase of life, I would highly suggest that you attend one of our seminars here. And we're putting it on uh, this, this upcoming week, Tuesday, March 5th, and Thursday, March 7th. They're the same one both nights, so you only have to attend one. There is no cost or obligation to attend. However, you do need to call and register. So our phone number is 336-391-3409 that's three three six three nine one three four zero nine you can also register by way of our website, thewealthguardians.com, and click on the Events tab, Tax Strategies to Transform Your Retirement. If you think what you, you, know, you know what you need to know about taxes and retirement, and you've never sat through a seminar like this, I would question whether or not you really do know everything that you need to know. Very important to uh, understand how taxes change for you once you are in the wealth distribution phase of life, from the wealth accumulation phase of life. All right, uh, Garrett, that's going to cut it for the first uh, segment. Here We're going to go to a break. But what always happens, Garrett, before we go to a break?
0: I think you probably have a trivia question.
1: I do. And what do we usually focus those trivia questions on? Normally, we like history here. We like history. And what kind of history?
0: Typically, U.S. history. There
1: we go. All right. So here's our trivia question. Let's see out there if you know it, and let's see if Garrett knows it. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's Trivia Question of the Week. Garrett, why is the Resolute Desk in the Oval Office – Called the Resolute Desk. All uh-huh. right. Yep. That's uh, going to wrap it up for the first segment here. Um, this is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show is the Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB. FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray. And in the second segment, we're going to continue this morning talking about the questions that you must ask your financial advisor. Now, uh, before we get to our trivia question and see if we stumped Garrett, I suspect we didn't, Uh, I've got two questions for you. A, are you looking forward to your retirement? Sure you are. B, do you want to make sure you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Of course you do. So you answered yes to both those questions, then I've got great news for you. We here at The Wealth Guardians, as always, offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second opinion slash review of your retirement plan. This includes a deep analysis of your assets, your investment portfolio, your insurance policies, income needs, risk tolerance, risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and the fees you are currently paying. So here's our goal. It's simple. We want to help you lower your fees. We want to help you align your risk and improve your overall retirement picture so you can indeed retire the job and keep the paycheck. But here's the catch. The ball is in your court at this point. You have to give us a call. We don't know how to reach out to you. So here's our phone number, 336-391-3409. That again is 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan slash review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. I want you to remember the markets aren't going to wait for you. All right, let's go ahead and get to this trivia question here. Garrett, are you ready? Uh, I believe so. So let me repeat the trivia question and let's see how many of you are ready out there as well. Why is the Resolute Desk in the Oval Office, Garrett, called the Resolute
0: Desk? You know, this is one of those times, Bryce, where I can say that you have absolutely stumped me. I have no clue why it's called the Resolute Desk. Really? I didn't even, I've never even heard that term before. So, yeah. You no. didn't
1: even know that the desk in the Oval Office was called
0: the Resolute Desk? I okay. N- nope. Okay. Well, interesting. Plenty of pictures of presidents behind the desk. Had no clue what the name was.
1: Okay. So it's called the Resolute Desk. It is made from oak. Timbers from the HMS Resolute, which was abandoned in latitude 74, uh, 41. Is that minutes? 74, 41? Yeah, it's basically the coordinates, yeah. Okay, I know the coordinates. 74, 41 north and longitude 101 degrees, 22 west. Yep. On the 15th of May, 1854, in an expedition in search of Sir John Franklin in 1852. Okay. The HMS Resolute was abandoned. Abandoned at that point, she was rediscovered and extricated in September 1855 by the U.S. Okay. Uh, it was purchased by—well, it was purchased by the U.S. at that point. It was uh, it was uh, extricated by a private citizen of the U.S., a whaler. Uh, the U.S. purchased her, fitted her, and sent her back to England as a gift to Queen Victoria as a token of goodwill and friendship. Hmm. At a later point, in 1880, she was broken apart again. And uh, let's see, she was— uh, in Queen Victoria, as a token of goodwill and friendship, she was broken up, and the table was made from her timbers and presented to the US by the Queen of Great Britain as a memorial of the U.S.'s courtesy and loving-kindness. And that was in 1880, and Rutherford B. Hayes was the receiving president of it. Okay. So that is why it's called the Resolute Desk. Not every president has used it. Most, most presidents have. It was taken out of the Oval Office for a while during the Nixon, uh, Jimmy Carter, Johnson era. But oh, it is okay. back in there, and essentially every president since then has used it, if not for their entire term, at least for a part of their term. It's a beautiful desk if you look at a picture of it. Huh. And you can, uh, of course, watch— um, that uh um, that nicholas cage movie where uh, there's a secret drawer in it as well i forget what the name of the movie is national treasure there we go all right well let's go ahead and get started on things here for the second segment garrett uh questions you must ask your financial advisor let's go ahead and take on the next one and a question here that would be a good one is how much contact do you have with your clients how often should we meet in person or have a conversation on the phone that's a very good question to ask your advisor garrett
0: yeah absolutely. So I mean, it's you want to have an understanding of what kind of the the operations tempo if you want to use that phrase is with your financial advisor. You know everyone's a little bit different. Uh, some ideally, right? That would be something that you and your advisor would set up on a personal level. You know, some clients want a little bit more touch, I'll call it, um where they want a phone call, you know once a quarter or perhaps even once a month. Um, a minimum standard, at least for us is we would like to see you in, in person in the office, at least once a year, uh, much like your doctor wants to see you for an annual physical. Well, let's do a financial physical and a financial checkup on you at least once per year. But, you know, I've always kind of fallen into the category. Okay. One year is the bare minimum. Um, but then also too, like, let's, if there's a need for a personal level of just touching base, let's establish that on, you know, just kind of person to person, eyeball to eyeball there during our meeting process.
1: There might be some some events in between <clears> those <throat> annual reviews that warrant a meeting in between them, say that you come into an inheritance. Oh, sure. Or you're ready to retire. Maybe your last review was six months ago. Your next review isn't for another six months, but you're ready to retire next month. It might, yep. might be a good time to sit down with your advisor and just make sure that you've got all of your ducks in the row. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Life events like we've had clients talk to us when they've had a you know, son or a daughter getting married, you know, yep. sort of, and they want to do some some sort of helping out there. Exactly. Um, so we've done that before.
1: Yep. All right. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Bryce Payne and Garrett Ray. Doug is out of the office this week or out of the uh, radio studio this week. And uh, we are talking about the questions you must ask your financial advisor. Uh, Garrett, let's go on to the next one here. Another question you would want to ask your financial advisor is do you provide educational resources?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, well, number one, we have certainly a radio show. Um, but there's, you know, things that most financial planners, advisors do they They want to have, in addition to just the personal conversations that you're having with them across a desk or a conference table is additional resources for their clients, whether it be on a website. Uh, you know, we also too, at least for us, we have a, you know, a YouTube channel, uh, with our podcast, we call the vault, which is different financial topics that are little nuggets or tidbits of financial information that It's always typically a common question someone has, well, I wonder about this about my account, and they can look it up and use it as a resource. Um, So absolutely, it's definitely important, and you, the listener out there, should be curious to know what your advisor is doing to help their clients along the way outside of their regular meeting process.
1: Nope. I agree completely. And one of those things might be um, seminars for the clients or for the general public. And speaking of that, Garrett, we've got a seminar coming up and we do a number of seminars here at the Wealth Guardians for our clients and for the public at large, particularly those who are getting ready to retire. And uh, we've got the first one of 2024 coming up here this week and it's called Tax Strategies to Transform Your Retirement. This is really, Garrett, a crucial uh, topic is. That somebody yep. going into retirement, maybe you already retired or you're about to retire in the next couple of years. And most of us at that age, 60s, 70s, um, have gotten a pretty good idea of how taxes work when you are working, working for the man. Yeah. Right. But when you retire, you no longer have W-2 income. Most, nope. most people don't. You might probably don't even or have significantly 90, or, or significantly reduced. Or significantly reduced. Maybe you'd had 1099 income. You might not have that anymore. Or yep. basic 1099 income. So, But you might have Social Security income. You might mm-hmm. have, be taking distributions from your investments, whether they're IRAs or Roths or yep. some other type of investment. Um, could have capital gains. Could have capital gains, exactly. Yep. And so there's taxes change considerably. And mm-hmm. like, you ask yourself, do you know if uh, – 0%, 50%, or 85% of your social Social security is going to be taxed. If you don't know that, you might want to figure out <laughs> how can I keep it from being 85% taxed. That's right. the type of thing that we're going to talk about at our Tax Strategies to Transform Your Retirement seminar, which is this Tuesday, March 5th, and again this Thursday, March 7th. There is no cost or obligation to attend. That's one of the best bits of information about this. However, You do have to register. And so to register, you give us a call at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or reach out to us at thewealthguardians.com and click on the events tab. Highly suggest that you attend one of those just to get an idea of how taxes change for you in retirement. All right, Garrett, let's go ahead and get to one more here. Um, What happens, this is another question that you might want to ask your financial advisor. What happens if there's an emergency with finan- my with my finances, and you're unavailable, Garrett. You like this question particularly.
0: Yeah, I do because you know it, some people think that their financial advisor uh, planner is their only point of contact. You know, as you're working with this financial advisor or financial planner, get to know their support staff too. Uh, you know, we here we we have an awesome support staff and Lynn and Joy, and you know, essentially that's part of. Our contingency plan is that if one there's three advisors here, you know Doug, Bryce, and myself. But if you can't get a hold of one of the three of us, then you can certainly get a hold of Joy and Lynn who do a lot of customer support as well. Um, in addition, you know I'm not specific about what's particular type of emergency, but lots of times we do get uh, questions around if someone is taking a distribution, how long does it take for that transaction to occur? Right, right. You know we always tell them three to five business days. We're not a bank here; we can't turn it around same day. Um, Most advisors can't. Most advisors can't, and most financial institutions cannot unless they are a bank. But that being said, you know, with reasonable heads up, we can certainly do some distribution planning for you. Uh, We have multiple uh, levels of uh, encryption and cybersecurity that we take to great painstakingly uh, to establish for our firm. Just because we know that people's information is sensitive, that's becoming a a topic that people are more and more concerned about. So, ask your financial planner what type of, you know, emergency protocols and security protocols do you have not only around your internal workings of your office, but also around my information specifically? How are you protecting it? Um, Becoming more and more important these days, Bryce. And I just, yeah, I absolutely love this question. and. Interestingly enough, I'd say it's a question that is not asked as often as I would like to hear from our, our clients. Yeah,
1: that's true because, I mean, what would be the worst answer that you'd hear? So you're you're thinking of coming on board, becoming a client of a particular advisor, and you ask him this question, what happens if there's an emergency with my finances and you're unavailable? And he says, well, I've got voicemail. Leave a message and when I come back from my vacation, maybe, <laughs> whatever, and I'll, I'll yeah. listen to your message at that point and get back to you at the you know next week or whenever. That's probably an answer you don't want to hear from right. your advisor.
0: Exactly. And, and the you know, my engineering brain turns on if, if you've got a single point of failure in any process, that's that's a problem. So having redundancy in place, whether that's multiple advisors, multiple support staff, uh, you know, what kind of security protocols is your financial planner going through? All that's incredibly important and just makes for a better client experience.
1: I agree completely. Well, you know what, Garrett? That is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, that's all the time that we've got, as we're always uh, limited to about 30 minutes here on this weekend day. But uh, I want to thank you for joining us. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want to be. This is Bryce Payne along with Garrett Ray that shows The Wealth Guardians helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And I do want to remind you, sound financial plans do not create themselves. This is 96.7 FM. WTOB. Investment advisory services offered through Alpha Star Capital Management LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the Commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Alpha Star Capital Management LLC and Wealth Guardians are independent entities. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions.